0: Hello and welcome back to the Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European Royal families. Today we'll be talking about the events and any updates from Thursday, May 28th to Sunday, May 31st. So, I recorded a podcast on on Thursday for Thursday's events. And the sound quality was terrible. Like You could not understand what I was saying. I don't know what happened. I think my microphone got muffled on my iPad. Um, So, oops. Um, And so, instead of re-recording because I had some personal things going on, um, I have just kind of included Thursday's um, events in this podcast. So, it's just going to be a little bit longer and a little bit more um, days. I apologize, but That's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. So, let's get started with the British Royal Family. So, Thursday night, the um, documentary that the Duke of Cambridge participated in, um, football, Prince William and Our Mental Health premiered on BBC One. And so that was like the big event that the Royal Family has really let control their weekend. Um, so I haven't been able to find the documentary yet and all the reviews that I found are also behind a paywall. So I know nothing about this documentary and it's kind of driving me crazy. I might spend some of tomorrow looking for it. Um, because tomorrow's my day off from my day job. Um, but if I can't find it, I will probably look into a VPN purchase to, um, find it and watch it. Um, so I can talk about it a little bit. Um, and so, like I said, that really dominated the news cycle for the British Royal family. Um, But then on Sunday, so Sunday evening, um, Buckingham Palace released two photos for the um, Monday morning papers of Queen Elizabeth riding a horse around the Windsor grounds. Um, So quick reminder that Queen Elizabeth is 94 years old, um, but here she was riding her horse. Um, And so it looks amazing. Um, Queen Elizabeth is an avid horse lover and this does not surprise me at all that this is how she's spending her, um, quarantine time. Um, so they released some details about the horse. Um, her name is Fern and she is a 14 year old fell pony, um, which are like a a, a working, um, pony for breeding and pulling carriages. Um, and I also think like, just makes sense because she's a little bit shorter that also the queen is kind of short so makes sense for all of those things to work together um and that was it for the british royal family and now we are going to move on to belgium family only had events on Thursday. So we are going to cover those. Um, So Thursday morning, Queen Mathilde uh, had a visit with women entrepreneurs who work in the horticulture field. Um, So she was primarily there to speak with um, young women or women who are entrepreneurs um, and their businesses are now um, struggling in a season when they should not be. Because of the pandemic. Um, so, obviously, buying plants, um, was not the primary thing on people's minds during this time. Although, I think that's arguable, at least where I live, because, like, our plant nurseries, and really anywhere that sells plants, hardware stores, etc., are so busy with people doing planting stuff, um, But obviously, this does not mean that the field in general is not suffering. I'm sure it is. Um, It just doesn't always feel like it. Um, So it was a a very nice gesture for her to call attention to these fields and help um, Belgians support their local businesswomen. And then in what is probably my favorite fashion move that I will talk about um, is that Mathilde matched her face mask that she wore out to her reddish-orange outfit, and it was just the most extra wonderful thing that I have seen in a few days, and it made my heart so happy and also made me laugh out loud at the same time. Um, It was just a good time. Um, And then also on Thursday, uh, King Philippe had a phone call with the rector of uh, Gent University, uh, during which they talked about um, obviously a tr- a university's transition to a online academic year um, and how to support students and professors um, at the university during this different, strange time that we are all kind of living in, um, and then later on, um, it was shared not by the palace, but by, um, a person that Matilde was on a working call, um, with members of the World Bank and their Sustainable Development Goals, um, coalition, where they were talking about, um, the SDG's response, um, to coronavirus and how they can continue serving people who need their assistance, um, whether that's access to services, mental health assistance, or, um, other things that vulnerable people may need during this really strange time. Um, and then there was nothing from the Belgians the rest of the weekend, so now we are going to move on to Denmark. On Friday, uh, Crown Prince Frederick sent a uh, recorded video message to save the children uh, in Denmark, where he thanked them for their effort during the pandemic in their work to keep children um, safe and healthy and happy and all of those things. Um, And so that is all for Denmark, uh, but great work. Um, And now we're gonna move on to the Netherlands. Queen Maxima visited the island of Texel, um, which is a a province in the north of the Netherlands. Um, So she was there specifically to talk about the impact of um, coronavirus and the pandemic um, and lockdown measures and everything like that on the tourism and seasonal industry for the island. Um, So the island is dependent on um, both foreign as well as um, local tourism. Um, So where Dutch people are going and like spending some of their time there. Um, Obviously right now none of that is happening. Um, And so businesses are suffering and the very few residents that are actually on the island who all work on the island in sectors that are related to tourism are also suffering. Um, So it's just not a good situation for um, the island. Um, And then she also walked around um, the like, the center of town, like the town square area. um, And these pictures look idyllic. They're beautiful. And so now this is a place that is going on my bucket list. so at some point when we're allowed to travel again, and I am, am, I and I'm able to travel, um, there I will be. Um, and then on Friday, King Willem Alexander visited a couple of, um, train stations and public transportation, um, like depots, um, where he was able to see and also talk about how the pandemic has affected, um, the day-to-day lives, um, of public transportation employees and travelers, um, and just kind of these systems and everything that have been put in place um to keep people safe, but also make sure that they can still get where they need to go. Um, so public transportation is um very large in the Netherlands. Um they are one of the countries in the world that like don't use cars really at all. Um they bike and use public transportation almost exclusively. Um, and so I would say probably 90% of people in the Netherlands don't even own a car. Um, that might be a high number. It's truly a guess. Um, but it's not a big thing by any means to have a car. Um, so public transportation is huge and that needs to be able to be safe, um, from the spread. Um, so they... They talked about all the changes that that has um, created. Um, And then he was also able to speak with um, various drivers about how their everyday lives have been impacted since the, like, full-on reopening um, in transportation situation. Um, And so that is what was going on in the Netherlands. There was nothing on Saturday or Sunday. Um, And so with that, we... we (laughs) We will skip Norway because there was nothing all weekend um, and move right into Spain. However, did have a very busy weekend. Um, so, starting on Thursday, um, King Felipe and Queen Letizia held a open dialogue um, meeting audience with eight young Spanish adults that are um, that were picked because of their talent and their um, representation in the fields of research, technology, business, culture, and social action. Um, And so Felipe and Letizia met with these eight people um, who are like late 20s, early 30s um, for two hours. Um, And so Felipe started off the meeting with like a brief, not really speech, but like words um, where he said, we are still in the thick of the battle and trying to regain as normal a life as possible. And um, he wanted to highlight the work that these eight people have been doing um, and share their work with the rest of the country so their actions can either be replicated or um, used and altered to fit certain situations. Um, And then Letizia also added that the different tasks shared by the people in the room Um, reflect very well the attitude of seeing things and engaging in this more positive side to continue. So basically, these people are representing the positive change that needs to be happening right now. Um, And also the optimism, the optimistic side of coronavirus, um, the silver lining of all of this. Um, And then the, the eight people started really sharing like the in-depth work that they have been doing. They've been, they shared details, experiences, how they felt, um, what they feel like worked, what they feel like didn't, things like that. Um, So that is the event on Thursday. And then on Friday, um, Felipe and Letizia were participating in video calls. Um, So we're gonna kind of do like a ping pong here because that's how the Royal House released it. Um, So Letizia had a video call first with the Spanish Confederation of People with Physical Disabilities, um, which is an organization that represents, or a a confederation that represents 1,600 organizations and two and a half million people. Um, And so during the video call, they talked about um, the challenges that the organization's um, are facing during the pandemic and state of emergency, so um, organizations have had to close, things have had to change for in-home care and residential services, things like that. Um, and then we're going to go over to Felipe, who had a video meeting with the National Association of Pork Products. Um, so pork is the main um, livestock production um, in Spain. So they actually have the largest production of pork in Europe and the third largest production of pork in the world. Um, and so during this call, they talked about, um, two main topics, protecting workers and also how the, um, pork producers have, um, been able to guarantee the supply chain of pork. Um, And so now back to Letizia who had a video conference with representatives of the uh, CME Women's Foundation, um, which is an organization that works um, with women who have various disadvantages. So whether they have um, disabilities or victims of domestic violence and so on. Um, And so they were talking about the impact on these women, um, the impact these women have had due to the virus. Um, so as we've talked about, victims of domestic violence are, um, struggling a lot right now, um, because they cannot leave their unsafe situation, um, even for just a little bit of time. Um, and then women with disabilities are just not able to, you know, leave and do any, anything. Um, So that is that conversation. And now we're going to go back to Felipe, um, with his video conference with representatives of the college of property administrators. So basically people who run large, um, like apartment buildings, um, about how the residential side is handling the pandemic. Um, and then finally Felipe had a um, telephone call with representatives from the union of bull breeders. Um, so bull breeding is extremely important for Spain for things like um, bull fighting and running with the bulls, um, things like that. Um, and so now we are on to Saturday. Um, so Saturday is, was Armed Forces Day in Spain, which is always the last or the Saturday before June 1st. Um, And so this is a day to honor all that have served in the Spanish militaries, um, honor the sacrifice of life and also those currently serving. Um, Usually this day is marked by a ceremony and parade um, presided over by the King and Queen. Obviously, right now, that is not possible. Um, And so instead, there was like this compromise of how we, uh, of how Spain celebrated Armed Forces Day, um, which is that uh, Felipe visited the Armed Forces Command Center and had a video conference, um, and it was also televised live, um, where he gave a speech and spoke about the Pride that he and um, the rest of the country have in the armed forces, um, especially during their assistance of serving the country during the pandemic. Um, So Spain's entire military really got, um, really helped and um, provided support to the country um, and the civil police and all of that, where they, um, they had an operation name and they did, things Um, so they did some enforcement of the stay-at-home rule law order Um, but then they also did things like going in and sanitizing hospitals and sanitizing apartments um, and schools and things like that to make sure that those environments were clean Um, and so they just really did a, a lot of work for the country Um, and then after that was over, he went out and posed for a group photo of everyone who was there in person, um, where they stood the recommended distance apart. Um, and that was 2020's armed forces day. Um, and then today on Sunday, there were no events. Um, and so now we are going to move on to Sweden. Sweden was held on Thursday and then they had nothing Friday, Saturday or Sunday. Um so on Thursday, Crown Princess Victoria and Prince Daniel had a video conference with the innovation comp- company Vinova where they talked about um sustainable power. Um so they talked about how the pandemic has affected climate change thus far. Um, which it has impacted it in a positive way. Um, we're seeing carbon emissions go way down um, because not a lot of people are driving. Um, and then they talked about, you know, how long-term um, Vinovo um, can impact um, the power grid with a sustainable way now that um, we've seen this dip in carbon emissions and um, impact on um, climate change and global warming. Um, and then also on Thursday, but it was not released until Friday, uh, King Carl Gustav, Queen Sylvia, Crown Princess Victoria, and Prince Daniel met with, um, Swedish county chiefs, um, where each of them detailed to the royal family about how their counties are doing during the pandemic. And then, um, King Carl Gustav thanked them for all of their work in supporting the country um, and specifically their counties during this time. And that is the end of this podcast. Um, and I know it was a lot, like I said, that audio just, I released some pretty terrible audio, but this one was, was really bad. Um, and so that is it for today's podcast. I will be back tomorrow um, and hopefully everything will be kind of normal and good to go. Um and I will try and get everything up on Instagram and um which is Daily Royal Pod and the website thedailyroyal.com tonight but it'll probably go up tomorrow morning with like pictures and um videos from all of the weekend's events. Um and with that I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.